to the John Obin and Sharon podcast. Shocking yuck. statistics. Shocking, shock. We were just talking about these shocking statistics. Shocking and yuck. Sound like um, the talkback radio now. So some shocking statistics are going to just quite go. shocking. Like Duncan Garner. Three out of five New Zealanders are not doing something. Okay? Have a listen to what it is. A survey of our dental habits shows three out of every five Kiwis skip brushing their teeth for lengths of time, varying from a day to a whole week. The worst <laughs> offenders are aged between 18 and 24. Thank you, Samantha Hayes. That's this disgusting. Skip brushing your teeth. Do you know what? Yeah. Guy I must admit Williams. I do that. I do that. Do you? Yeah. What? I'll, I'll go a day or two. I'll yeah. go a chowcho, cheeky day or I two. I go like, you know, you mock me because I go like, every alley, I, I brush my teeth. I'm like Matthew McConaughey. It's very OCD. <laughs> it is very, like, he will clean his teeth when we're just driving in the car. He'll clean his teeth after every meal. He could start cleaning his teeth. He's cleaned his teeth in the radio studio before. He has. I think I, I'll be honest, I'm a twice a day and I'm not great at the flossing. I don't do it every day and I should do it. But do you know who's real gross? Our mate Guy Williams. Mm. He doesn't brush his teeth in the morning. He brushes his teeth at 2 p.m. in the afternoon and then he brushes them before bed. But he thinks he doesn't have to brush them after sleeping because he's uh, brushed them before he went to sleep. Isn't that disgusting? I'm doing it now. He's got his toothbrush. I'm going now. Actually, do you, but you don't Can use you toothpaste. Not? You don't put toothpaste you on it. You just brush it's it. Well, I've got everywhere. toothpaste here. I've got toothpaste here. Yeah, but what happened to you? You used to have a cute little Ninja Turtles electric toothbrush. What happened to that? <laughs> Battery ran out. Oh, <laughs> overuse, mate. Ma- overuse. Mum wouldn't buy him new double uh, A batteries. Really wanted the Donatello one, too. Oh, God. <laughs> she got me Raphael. She got you the underpants for Christmas, <laughs> right? You got the Ninja right. Turtle underpants. Oh, so, yeah, it was. Yeah. Little jocks. What we cute. want, we want to find uh, the person listening to this radio show right now with the worst oral hygiene. Do you know what? I reckon I may know one person that could be in the running. Who's that? I went to radio school with this guy mm. that didn't brush his teeth at all, and he said that he just in the morning would drink a V and gargle, then have a cigarette. His teeth, you could see mountains of tartar on it. It took five hygienist appointments to clean this guy's teeth. Yeah, but the people- and do you know what the worst thing is? Perfectly straight teeth. It made me so angry. So radio school, isn't it? Like weird. Some interesting people go to radio school. Oh. I mean, I went there. Yeah. <laughs> so, <isn't> there? Okay. <laughs> I was going to go back to brushing my teeth. Guys. I'm so confused yeah. where this is going. Okay. Oh, I think he wanted to mock some people. He decided not to. to. <laughs> now he's mocking himself. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's exactly. How right. I started mocking some people. <laughs> oh, that sounded a bit, a bit harsh. <laughs> and then I went, oh, no, I'll just mock myself. Okay. Back to the teeth brushing. <laughs> Are you one of these people, or do you know one of these? people yeah. that aren't brushing their teeth. Can you beat Sharon's mate? The what? longest the longest period that you haven't gone brushing your teeth. Stacey, you reckon you've got one of these gross non-teeth brushes in your life? Uh, yeah, me. Oh, no! <laughs> how, okay. long do, how long do you go without brushing the fangs, Stace? Uh, so far about a week now, maybe. Uh, uh, why? I can smell you through the phone. Do you, do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And does she, she doesn't tell good. you to, like, clean your mouth? No, no, she doesn't worry about that. How long do you leave it for? What's your general What's your general period between <laughs> brushings? Uh, four to five days at least. Wow. What? And do you, yeah. do you like, uh, eat a lot of sugary foods, like fizzy drink and stuff like that? Or are you a big gum chewer? Have, like, how yeah. do you get away uh, with not having, like, disgusting halitosis? I just, I just don't worry about it. You know, it doesn't really matter about me. It doesn't affect him, but affects everyone yeah. around him. Jesus, you poor girl. <laughs> I just Stacey. don't worry about it, eh? I'm Man. just pretty chill. I'm just pretty chill with my bleeding gums and my, t- my teeth hanging on by a thread. What about you, Simone? 
Um, so it's not actually me, it's my dad that um, has the brushing your teeth issues. So he used to play ice hockey, so he's got like five actual teeth left. And um, <laughs> I love old battlers with just a few teeth hanging on, eh? <laughs> so how long does he go without brushing them? Um, probably like, I think I've maybe seen him actually, like the new toothbrush is like never used. So I think I've seen it used maybe like three or four times. Oh, so he's never, he just doesn't brush his teeth at all? At, at all. What? Oh. How bad is his breath? Like on one to ten spew level? Well, that's the thing. It's because he has so little teeth. I think there's like not enough place for bacteria to hold them. Ah. That's, Lucky. That's Thanks, the, the same dentist I was saying that we worked with, he said when he was a dentist, he had this guy who kept coming in, just had one tooth. Oh. And he's like, well, do, you want me to, do you want me to pull it out? Because you keep coming to see me just to maintain this one. one and I charge you the same amount as I would with someone with a full and he's set like, of teeth. he's like, no, no, just, just, me, just, <laughs> like, just polish, me and my mate. Scale and polish my one tooth. Big K, is it you that doesn't brush your teeth or is there someone in your life that doesn't? I, I'm, can I just, before you talk, Big K, with your name like Big K, I'm, I'm imagining it's you. Same. <laughs> yeah, no, that was me, bro. Okay. Well, how long has it been since you brushed your teeth, Big K? Uh, I'm 27 now, and I left school when I was 18, so... Oh! oh no way! A decade of non-brushing! So, are you, are you a smoker or anything like that? Do people tell you how horrible your breath is? No, not really. I don't smoke, so it doesn't really bother me. I just get up in the morning and just... So what do you do? Because you must wake up with furry teeth. Like, how do you get rid of that that, that feeling? Uh, just get my teeth and just rub my front teeth and my bottom teeth as long as they're all right. Oh. I don't really, it doesn't bother me. Uh. Are, you, but are you scared about the day that you finally go to the dentist and you're going to have, like, the biggest dentist bill of all time? I don't really go to the dentist there. I just... Doesn't bother me. Dang, yeah, just Big K right. just keeps battling his way through life. <laughs> ben, as the as the germaphobe of the show, oh, you good. must not, just be not, not, not a good place now, guys. Well, um, I want to come around to Big K's house and brush his teeth. <laughs> I don't want to reward bad behaviour, but all of you are in the drawer to win that amazing trip. You and two mates going around the world with fifty thousand dollars spending money, all thanks to Flight Centre. So uh, have a good time, guys. John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. Port producer Dan in here for a uh, bit of chat. Mm. Uh, Dan is, did something today, which. I think I haven't heard the story. I've only heard the the top line of the story. I've only yeah. heard the headline of it. It's but controversial. It sounds incredible. What mm. happened, producer Dan? So I went. I was at a cafe this morning, and cool. I was in a booth, and it was quite a crowded cafe. And so there was probably like there was there was no booths free. And this family had come in with um, a little fella in a wheelchair. Now he was probably. You know, in his in his forties, he wasn't young. Mm. Uh, and uh, why'd you call him a little fella? Why'd you call him a little fella? No, he's he's condescending. No, he had no arms or legs, so he was he was quite small, like you know, yeah, a smaller guy. And um, so anyway, because it was a packed cafe, that they, they sort of had to share the booth with us because we had quite a big booth, but there was some free seats. So anyway, he and the family all sort of piled into the booth as yeah. well, and they lifted the the guy into the into the um, sorry. What are you saying? They lifted him. Yeah, they, yeah. They lifted, Where is this going? Lifted, Dan? Lifted, no, lifted, no, no, lifted no. the little fella into the booth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, they lifted the. They lifted, why are you laughing? No, no. They lifted the guy into the booth, and um, the because it was sort of quite a crowded situation, the brother started sort of introducing everybody, and so he was like, "This is my sister and Andrea. This is um, Colleen." Oh, to so you guys because you're singing. Yeah, the same and way. I was going around shaking hands, so I was, you know, Colleen, hello, yada yada yada. And then it comes round to Dennis, who was his name, who was the um, little guy that was in the wheelchair. Now, I'd been shaking hands, 
You're like, I don't want to discriminate my handshake yeah. here. Yeah, oh. yeah, and so I see what you're saying. So I see where this is going. He's got no hands. Oh. He's got no, like, he's, he's cut off at the elbow. Okay. Right. So it was a bit of a dilemma, and I was I only had seconds to, to come up. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Because you're like, I've shaken yeah. three of your other yeah, family yeah, members' hands. Yeah. I don't want to discriminate. No, I don't want to yeah. leave him hanging. He yeah, had his thing out. He had his arm out. I know where your head's at. Yeah. <laughs> and so he, he's sitting there waiting for something, okay? What'd you do, nose kiss him or? So... I'm just... I had to think on my feet. What are your options? What what options are running through your head? You could hold his little... Nub. Flip, like little yeah. nub. Yeah. Okay? So you could sort of grab that. I thought that was a bit insensitive because, I don't know, just seems a bit odd, doesn't it? It's Grabbing actually very nub. sensitive. Mm. A hongi. A hongi is an option. Him. That might have been, you know, a th- thing right. I could have done. Right. Hongi is an option. I could have just waved at him. But I felt like I need to t- needed to touch him in some way. Okay? <laughs> So, why did you feel this? And why do you think he felt he needed human to human oh, contact? He's, he's a person, he's a human being like all the rest yeah, of us. Yeah, 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 you're right. You know, yeah. you know, so what, did you, what did you do? What did you decide? I fist bumped him. <laughs> now, the reason for my thinking was, okay, he hasn't got it. His nub is a lot like a fist. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is good thinking. Yeah, yeah. This is okay. good thinking, yeah. So good, he's, good. He's, he's holding out the nub. It's been presented. It's been presented. He's, he's got a smile on his face. I had a look of... Fear? Horror. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and the thing was as well, the, I was with other people. They were all waiting. They were like, you could tell they were gonna, all What's like, he going to do what's here? What's he going to do here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What's his play? I think even probably the guy's family was probably thinking, what's he going to do here? Yeah. He'd be, he'd be used to it though. Yeah. Because they can actually yeah. do quite a lot. I watched a guy with no arms or legs play wheelchair rugby once and he was savage. Yeah. And it was, and look, we had a lovely conversation after that. There was a few people that thought afterwards from my friends that thought it was an odd move, the fist bump. <laughs> But I stand by it. And I just wanted to know from you guys whether that was what you would have done. That's what I would have done. I would have just time. shaken it. Yeah. I would have shaken his arm. Oh, that's Ryan Seacrest, have you ever seen that clip on, on the internet oh, where yes. he had the, the blind guy on um, on American Idol <laughs> when he right. was to high five? Tried, tried to give him a high five. <laughs> yeah. Tried to high five a blind oh, guy. Yeah. And then he ended up having to awkwardly grab the guy's hand <laughs> and like, shake yeah. hands with him. Yeah. yeah. I so, mean, it was I didn't have a leg to stand on. <laughs> Neither did he. <laughs> oh, get out. Get out. Get out. Get out, Dan. Oh, that was a terribly insensitive thing to say. No, it's not. It was a true story. Oh, okay. Dan, get out. Johnny, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. This is, we have like a sheet. Like we call it the run sheet in the biz in the game. And uh, Dang, this is an exciting story. Strap (laughs) me in. Really peeling back the curtains behind the scenes. So anyway, we've got a run sheet. And I've had this idea in the run sheet for many months. No one has (laughs) ever wanted to execute it. it. You keep trying to put it in and we keep taking it out. Yeah, so this is day one. And it's a trial period. I'll admit, trial and error. So the idea is it's the speakerphone. Mm -hmm. So what we do is uh, one one member of the show has to go out into a public place, whether it be uh, an elevator, the public library, uh, a gymnasium, and they have to answer their phone on speakerphone. Mm. Now, the game is how long they stay on the phone engaging with the conversation we are giving on the other end. Oh, Oh, that's good. We get to talk whatever we want to them. And Basically. everyone in the public so will hear. You could be like a doctor ringing with some, uh, some interesting yeah. results. Or, or like, uh, it's, it's your boss here. We've heard about all the money you've been stealing off the company. Oh, okay. okay, so the game <laughs> is how long you can stay on the phone. Producer Dan, 
God. You're, the bo- you're the bottom of the ladder. <laughs> oh. You're the crap at the bottom Don't of the shoe. <laughs> so producer Dan is going to go out first and do this. Think of the radio experience. Yeah, it's great. It's great for you, mate. Oh. We'd all love to be doing it. Well, okay. This will be great on your CV. Yeah. Oh. He's the Turkish delight of this radio show. Oh, he's a cherry, right? <laughs> so poor Dan has to go out first and try it. So okay. Oh, lovely. Okay, Dan, so we're going to ring you. Contractually... And legally, we have to ask you, are you okay to do this? Uh, no. <laughs> Great. Great. Go for um, it. Well, we ask you again while we hold you down, okay. are you okay to do this? Okay. Good. Okay, good. Okay. Good. 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 Should we send them to the five-star restaurant across the road or the cafe? I think we want a quiet yet crowded place. Mm. The cafe acro- across the road oh, yes. is its busy. It's always busy. Mm. Good thing is we can get them to order something for us oh, yes. at the same time. Loves okay. it. <laughs> Loves it. So you're humiliated in public. Yeah. Great thing for your CV, and you bring us back yeah. coffee or milkshakes. We yeah, are okay. such nice people. Wow, okay, well, really I'm very excited. Well, Leonard has paid lots of money. <laughs> you, you you're paid. Paying for, he's paying yeah, for this yeah, round yeah, as well. Yeah. The round's on Dan. Okay, okay good. Perfect. <laughs> okay, Dan, I'm going to call your phone now, and you walk out, and next we will be with Dan Webby for the first ever episode of the speakerphone. Good luck, Dan. Good luck, Dan. Your call cannot be completed. Oh. Oh. No, okay. We'll call the right phone number <laughs> while, while the songs are on. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Brand new part of the show. It's called the speakerphone. Now, the game is we send one of the cast members of the show out into a public arena. People all around them, they have to answer their phone on speakerphone. We have a conversation with them. They have to engage. The game is how long they stay on the phone for. You know when you answer your phone and speakerphone in the public place, you're in a very vulnerable state, aren't you? It's like anything can be said on that speakerphone. Whenever you answer on speakerphone, you always go very quickly, just so you know you're on speakerphone, so the person doesn't say anything incriminating. Because it can happen in the car when you're driving people around, right? yeah. I often drive around with you, John. And I'm talking to my wife on speakerphone. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bit creepy. I'm just sitting there in silence. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where they go. Hey, I'm... uh, uh, Oh, yeah, this is my thoughts on the situation. (laughs) (laughs) He knows about all the inner inner troubles in our marriage. Yeah, nice. He talks through it, don't you? I don't. He's yeah. so weirdly silent. He listens. That's all you told Jen yesterday. <laughs> you side with her more than you side oh, with me. No, she makes better points. She okay. does. Okay, so uh, what we've got is got producer Dan across the road in a very crowded yet quiet cafe mm-hmm. uh, across the road from work. Dan has to answer the phone on speakerphone, and the game is how long he engages in conversation before he hangs up. So remember, the people in the in the cafe will hear the conversation. Sharon, you're going to be uh, calling him. Yes, my name this afternoon is going to be Greta, and I'm from uh, a very special company. Okay. Hopefully Dan's not there right now. We'll just get him to set the scene. Hello. Hi, Dan. Are you in the you in the cafe near the cafe? Where are you in relation to the cafe? I'm just about to. I'm just about to walk in now. Okay. Set well, the scene. Set the, the scene. Foyer. What can we see? It's packed. It's packed. It's <laughs> central Auckland. I'd say there's probably about 120 people in here. Or wow, that's a tables. busy cafe. That's a busy, that's noisy. Good. Upmarket area, cafes everywhere. Lots uh, of active wear and children, I'm lots assuming. Of active, lots of lots, lots of property developers building leaky buildings, <laughs> yeah. ripping off the people, ripping off the poor man. Seventy percent of the people in here are wearing Lululemon. I bet, That's I right. bet. Yeah. Well, you get up to that counter, buddy, and you Only, slip that slip that uh, speakerphone on. Only Audis and V-Dub two rags parked, <laughs> parked outside. Yeah. You tell yeah, us when okay. you're there and when it's on speakerphone. I'm just putting it on speaker now. Okay, there you go. We'll, we'll start talking when you engage in combo. Okay, okay. Sorry, have you got um, another sugar, like sachet? Is that you, Dan? Sorry. It's Greta calling from the Green Jade Escort Agency. Hi. Hi, it's yeah, great to talk to you again. Now, I just need to confirm your appointment tonight with Regina. Uh, 
I. <laughs> because I've got to organise. I've got to organise a horse Sorry, mask and a camel costume for you. <laughs> yeah, just uh, just a firm on the horse mask. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what? Okay, great. I got that down. Got that down. And uh, Regina just wanted me to check because uh, it's you know it is quite common, obviously, because she's an escort. Uh, are you still interested in doing? <laughs> Are you still interested in mainly b- stuff? <laughs> oh, oh, he did it. He's, did he he's, he's, up up. he's hung up. He is hung up. At 36 oh, seconds. Oh, that d- was good. That was good. There's the a speakerphone. <laughs> Will it be back? I don't, maybe. You know, next week one of us has to do it. Oh, no, definitely, definitely not back. A one-off spectacular, <laughs> much like Telethon. <laughs> it was here once and it's gone. Bloody brilliant. John Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Ben, you're, you're coming in with some topical oh, well, news. Yeah, Australian uh, police. Hold, um, on, hold on. Hang on, get, okay. some, get some topical get some, music. Yeah. News. Get music. some topical music. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's good when we make these decisions live, eh? Breaking news. <laughs> here you go, breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah, he's just been around for oh. 24 hours. Have you got a different one? It's not breaking it's news. It's not breaking news, mate. It's, it's more news. like barking want... news. Got a dog want... barking or something. Do you want me to just do a sound effect? Oh, here we go, here we go. Okay, good. There we go. There we go. Ben, ben Boyce's Topical News Corner. Take it away. Uh, okay, well, Australian Federal Police have posted hilarious Facebook posts on Monday. Uh, so it's not breaking news. It's Monday. It's yesterday. <laughs> okay. Uh, but asking so uh, the, a, picture, a, a picture of a suitcase and it had $1.6 million cash in it. <laughs> and they found it. And Where, they're like, in Australia, and they're like, is this in New South Wales? And they're like, is this yours? Did I do the hilarious laugh too soon? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> little it's, just not, it's just an interesting story that someone has lost $1.6 million. Well, there's, there's some shady going on around there, isn't it? It's definitely some form of traffic. Yeah, something, something dodgy's going on there. Who accidentally misplaces that? Or maybe it was left for a pickup. Maybe it was ah. one of those those movie-style pickups where one guy drops it off, another guy is meant to pick it up by the rubbish bin. I actually read forgot, the book. forgot to they do it. They used the hashtag Mo Money, Mo Problems too, uh, on the post from the police. I read the book of, a, uh, of the real Alex Voss from Orange is the New Black, and she they were like drug traffickers, and that's exactly what they would do, where the, uh, that she would bring the drugs, and they would get to something like this, and they'd put the case down, and then somebody would put like switch cases, and then she'd walk away with a case of money. So maybe this has happened. And there's been some form of mix-up, and then they've left the money there, taking the drugs and taking someone else's thing. Maybe <laughs> taking a my bag, go home and go. Oh God! It's easy to, if it was just a, toiletries and, uh, and underwear. If it was a black bag, easily done. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Heaven on Family Guy. I yeah. just can't wait to see the person who turns up to the police station. He's like, "Come on, mate, I'm just an honest, hardworking <laughs> meth dealer trying to make me way through life. I don't know why I'm talking like an English man in Australia, but I'm just cooking me meth, lost me money. Come on, hand it back." Have you ever found anything weird though? Like, that's a weird thing to find. To find $1.6 million. Nothing like that. My dad found his wedding ring. Well, it's not actually his wedding ring. He, like, outgrew his wedding ring because, obviously... Well, he found someone else's. Yeah, well, you get married, you let yourself go. And old Grunter did that. And he, no longer, he no longer fitted his wedding <laughs> ring. And then Bigger he was, like... sausage fingers. Yeah, he got old, so- old sausage hands. And then uh, he was running or something in Timaru and saw this, like, sparkly thing on the ground. So he, like, stopped and picked it up. And it was, like, a gold wedding band that perfectly fit his finger. And so, so this was when I was about 12. I'm 31 now, and he's been wearing some other dude's wedding ring for the last, like, 20 years so or something. Good. Okay, 0800 The Edge. What have you found? Did you have to hand it into the police? Did you not hand it into the police? Did you keep it? We want to know. Give us a call. Hey, even if you like texting, feel free to text us. Oh, 3343. Remember when you get on the radio, you get in that drawer. Lizzie, welcome to the show. What is it? What did you find? 
Well, I went down the road one day and I found like this like two hundred dollar note, like two two hundred dollars on the side of the street. Mm-hmm. So Did you keep it? Your silence suggests you may have, Lizzie. I think, so I think she kept it. Did you keep it, Lizzie? Yeah, I did keep it. Oh, oh you naughty sausage. Well, two hundies all right, isn't it? Yeah. No, when we were in Palmerston North, remember we did Cool Town Pro and Palmerston North? It was just out walking on the footpath. They're on the footpath, <laughs> middle of the footpath, perfectly placed. This is the first thing in the morning, perfectly placed. Was a wallet, a cell phone, and a set of keys. Just perfectly lined up on the footpath. And I was like, oh, I'll hold on to them, don't know. And then we got back to the hotel, phone rings. It's like, hey, bro. I was like, hey, I've got your phone. He's like, oh, sweet, dude. What, I was like, do you, want, you, do you want to leave it at the hotel reception? He's like, yeah. Why did he have it there? Well, then his girlfriend apparently came into the hotel reception very upset. She said he had a blinder the night oh, before. Oh, no. She was very upset. I bet she was. And I'll tell you what that was. That was a cool story, Jono. <laughs> that was better than my briefcase story. <laughs> Thanks, Jono. Cool story. Cool story. Jono's cool story of the day. What I did checked you out halfway through that story started <laughs> looking at my computer. I was <laughs> that uninterested. Well, in that it. was a cool story, man. <laughs> Top that, babes. What is it? What did you find? Hey, so um, I was working on the rubbish trucks many years ago and um, we went to the tip to dump our load and uh, there was a truck in front of us. It was like a security truck. He dumped his, his load. He, he took off. Sharon, <laughs> push, you pull yourself together, Sharon. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to turn the mic off. I the first giggle, but no, the second one was too much. Okay, okay, carry come on, carry on. We're better than this. Yeah, are better than this. So he dumped his rubbish and... Um, we went right in behind them and dumped our rubbish. And um, we happened to look outside. There was five of us in the truck. And we happened to find um, a whole bunch of red notes. So we jumped, or I jumped out first, and I picked up about 500 bucks. Wow. The other guys started jumping out, and they all picked up. Um, at the end of it, I think we all walked away with roughly in between 12 Fifteen hundred dollars each. Wow! And you just, just used to like hush, 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 and then you just left. Oh no, no! Like the digger drivers, the bully drivers—they all jumped out and grabbed like you know maybe about eight hundred bucks each as well. That is amazing. <laughs> I'd, lo- I'd love to be old Gil on the security track. You'd be like, "Oh, boss, I done it again. I done <laughs> it again. I'm gonna stick the cash for the rubbish again." Oh God damn it! I got your lovely it, pile it, of rubbish. It though. just sounds like that. It just sounds like you guys robbed a truck and you've made this elaborate story about dumping your load everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good on you, Tommy. Great call. Great call. I tell you what, so good that we could top up your cash with another 50k and a trip for you and three and two of your dodgy robbing mates around the world. Oh, sweet buddy. In the drawer. In the drawer. Awesome. Maybe All you right. can pull a heist on some fancy <laughs> art museum in France or something. Maybe. Good on you, Tommy. Thank you. Thanks, Tommy. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. This is the People's Court. The people are real. The cases are real. The judges are not real. So today, Sharon, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna put it to you, and I wanna put it to the uh, the fine people listening to this radio program. Okay, good times. About um, so I don't even know what this is about. Well, no, I just discovered today that um, John and I had, we had to go to the bathroom together. It just happened, you know. Cute. We went off to the bathroom. We're in sync. And what happens? What happens if you go to the bathroom at the same time as on the guy? Does one of them cubicle it, or do you both just well, this saddle is, up this for is the, the urinal? Thing. Sometimes you can you can settle up for the urinal, and other times, like today. One, one person goes into the cubicle, and that's fine. That's fine. And I was just kind of going, oh, yeah, away you go into the cubicle. And then Jono said to me, and this is something I discovered the first time, and I didn't believe that he did it, because we've been friends for like 10 years. He's like, I like to sit. 
What? And I was You're like, a sitter. I'm a sitter. Just for a pee. Just I'm for a, a pee. See, so usually yeah. I understand, like, because I've got a few friends. Might like, I say the conversation kept flowing, as did the urine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was still talking Gosh. to him from the cubicle. Yeah, so we, 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 didn't, we didn't lose any we chat. We bitched about Sharon for five minutes, as we normally do. And then. That's so mean. It's quite good when I'm in the cubicle and he's away by the stand up. It's like it's in surround sound. Surround sound bitching. You guys are so mean. I've actually got a few, like a few tall friends, like uh, my friend Ross, six foot eight. Uh, Guy Williams, he's like six foot eight as well. Yeah, they're both sitters, and they, it's because they're really, really tall, and it's like easy, it's easier for them to sit down. And which I understand if you're six foot eight, but I don't understand if you're. Hey, six foot. I'm six foot, mate. I'm six foot two. <laughs> you're a little small. Wow. I'm six two. A little small guy. It shouldn't two. be that hard for you to aim it. So what? Yeah, what like, why, why would you, you sit like, down? Oh, when you okay, don't okay, need to. Okay. Mate, if you want to sit down, you can sit down. That's fine. Oh, but. thank you, Ben. Thank you. I, uh, listen, I'm going to come clean. Okay, I prefer sitting to standing in any situation. If there is an option, okay, if there's an option to push a lawnmower or sit on a ride-on lawnmower. I'm going to sit on a ride on lawnmower. Right. If there's an option to stand <laughs> or sit at the toilet, I'm going to I'm going to sit at the so toilet every time. You sit every time. Yeah. I've had some more relaxed experience. You're not nervous about who's going to bust in next to you standing up. You know, you relax. You sit down and you go, no, oh, yeah. I just Come get worried at like... A couple of moments. No, because isn't it... Okay, I don't have a wang, but you know when you're... Get, get us good viral web hits if you admitted you did have one right hey. now. Get us a good unique browsers on the website. If you... Okay, so if you've got a wingy... Mm. Is, is it like a hose when you let it go that it just goes? <laughs> oh, it's everywhere. Like yeah. So if you're, if you're sitting down, uncontrollable. If you're sitting down, like a built-up hose. Do you have to like? Do you have to awkwardly hold it and point it, or do you just let it go and it just helicopters around the box? Because that sounds messy to me. It doesn't just go. <laughs> So oh, a fire hose. That's what a hose would do. So do you have to hold on to it? more firemen in there. It, it sounds very messy. You support it. You support it. But that doesn't, that doesn't seem comfortable to me. <laughs> well, to be like... Well, no, no, so it's sorry. hanging. It's hanging at this stage. But then if it's hanging, I'd be worried that it'll be I'm dipping sorry, in the water. No, it's, it's, it's a long going, way from hey, dipping listen, in the water. I'm not, I'm not going to dip. I'm not a dipper. Okay, I'm never going to be a dipper. But it's going to... It'd be so good. It'd be so good to be worried. At least if you're a dipper, it'd be clean after. Okay, no, it's not. No, it wouldn't be. Listen, there's no concerns of me dipping, I'll tell you that. All right? So, the question is... It just sounds messy to me. I just want to throw it out there. Are we all cool with this? Are we all cool with John sitting to pee? Yeah, is that a Well, thank you. I'm going to take the opinion of our radio listeners I don't know. What do you think, Hayley? Well, I think each their own. It sounds like you're a little bit lazy, but my concern would be about the chorizo touching the rim of the bowl and yes. getting all sorts of diseasy stuff on your he's area. A, he's a long way to, off the bowl. You guys are giving me a lot of credit. You are giving me, and I appreciate it, but you are offering me a lot of credit. Because I just imagine... You're really giving me the benefit of the doubt here. I just imagine, and I, I'm sure that you're the same, Hayley, you just imagine that it's dangling right down there. Even on a good oh, day, we're well, way off that. Yeah. I'm petrified of public toilets, so I squat. Yeah, because that's the thing. If you've got the option to like touch a public toilet or not touch a public yeah. toilet, I'm thinking don't don't go there. No, I'm just there. No, no. Have a really big opening, so what if you've got no choice but to have? The no, you just, you just you hover a centimeter or two above. You're, I'm, a, I'm a sitter, and in that instance, I'm a hoverer. What do you do in America though? Because their water is like super high. Sometimes oh, it feels that, like that. Actually, that in America, high levels in the yeah. In the, yeah. Then, then, I'm a dipper, <laughs> then I'm a dipper, baby. Oh, yeah. Then I'd be dipping all day long. Thanks so much, Hayley. Hey, Bruce, do you think it's weird that Jono is a sitter, or do you think it's all good? 
guitar, think it's all good. He can just sit down and relax and let, let it all happen, you know? Thanks, are you, Bruce. Are, are you a fellow sitter, Bruce? I am when I've had lots to drink, yep. Oh, yeah, good, good on, on you. you, Bruce. Good That's what you. I like to hear. Tony, you sound like a sitter. I've got a theory on why Johnny has to sit down. Okay, what is it? Well, it's that, uh, it goes back to that big, bald, disgusting head, you know. It must be quite hard to stand up and take away and, you know, not go all top what, heavy. Hold on, hold on. Why does it have to go back to my bald head? This has nothing to do with no, my bald I, head. I, I, he's got a good point, John. Hang, hang on, hang on. Just Exhibit A, your big, bald, you, disgusting head on your I, head. Does your curtain match the drapes, though? Oh, get out of here. That was another fine John O'Ben and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Ben and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.